Welcome to the Rude Dog Show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Rudy Reyes. I have a great show here for you today. This is a story you're going to want to tune into. I'm live on Spreaker now. I'm trying to figure out this whole Instagram live situation. I'll, I'll figure that out eventually. But more importantly, the gentleman that I have here on the show today is someone that you probably didn't hear about. And had he if not when undrafted, you would have heard about him immediately. And the, and the most interesting part about this is that Texas Longhorns only had two guys that were taking the NFL draft. Well, this is one of them. Welcome to the show. Chris Nelson, he's the newest defensive tackle, went undrafted in the 2019 NFL draft. Chris, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Thank you. I, I really appreciate being on. Not a problem. Thanks a lot. I, I know you're busy. I know you have a lot of stuff going on, and you're trying to get yourself uh, up, and, up and ready to go so that way you can attend – uh, Steelers training camp. We're going to go there for the OTAs and mini camp and all that other good stuff. And I think that uh, I think that there should be a check mark next to your name to be yes, verified sir. on Twitter because you're not verified yet. So Twitter, if you're listening, verify this guy. <laughs> verify yeah. him because he definitely deserves to be verified. He's playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the defensive tackle position. You're going to share a, a very solid backfield you're going to be up front with guys like Stefan Tuitt you're going to be there with just so many so much great talent Cam Hayward fantastic guy I had him on my show last year he's a class act he's a hard worker you're going to pick up a lot of great things from this Steelers team of course on the defensive side of the ball I don't think that that was an issue I think it was the offensive side of the ball I'm not going to go into that here on this show because this this is about you Chris this is all this is all about you I want to dive into this because I think people need to understand that there's a different mentality when you're talking about going undrafted. You've worked you've worked your tail off in college. You've done the academics. You've sat in the seat, not only in the classroom, but in the locker room. How can people really understand going undrafted? What were your thoughts about that, and how were you able to overcome? We're going to talk about the the time frame the Steelers contacted you from after uh, the, the the draft had ended, and so on. What is it like going undrafted, knowing that you put the work in like everybody else? Oh uh, man, it's definitely an experience. You know, you you hear all the time from uh, a lot of different older guys about the draft process, and you know, guys not getting drafted. And it's really different just sitting there and just going through all those rounds name by name, and you just sitting there uh, nervous. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, my support system is very strong. I had my parents there, my fiance there, and then one of my uh, – I called my brothers. Uh, he played for the Seahawks, Puna Ford. We was all sitting there. And, um, you know, uh, just hearing all those stories, just having him there with me, you know, because he went through the same thing, and now he's probably one of the top defensive tackles. Uh, just shows a lot, and uh, it gives me a lot of support. And, you know, I've never been the guy to look down on anything. Um, I just take it with a grain of salt, and, you know, that the chip is always going to be on my shoulder. Um, uh, just, you know, from the Steelers, the whole organization, uh, with them just giving me a call, giving me an opportunity to go out there, I know I'm going to make my mark. Um, I know those things are going to come easy because I'm a hard worker at the end of the day. You know, hard work is what has propelled you to where you're at right now and when the draft ended let's go back a little bit the draft ended everybody was picked you have guys that were nothing but drafted by the Steelers and all the other 31 teams in the NFL yes how did how did you believe in your heart of hearts that you were 
you were NFL worthy and how long did it take for the Steelers to call you to give you the good news that you're part of the team? Yeah, um, I mean, I always knew I was NFL worthy. Uh, from the point I stepped on, you know, college or on the college campus, uh, because I my whole mindset was to change Texas program around. And uh, from that standpoint, you know, uh, a lot of adversity that hit me in my face, and you know, I took it and ran with it. And you know, we ended with a, a great season, and and just uh sitting there uh probably like mid seventh round i started getting a lot of phone calls so i kind of knew you know you was jumping you know think you're gonna get drafted but you know the, the uh it was all free agent conversation but from that standpoint at the end of the day i was still excited because you know someone was out there looking at my film and you know thought highly of me in a way you know it's a lot of guys that go through this and, and don't get that chance of that opportunity so i was blessed and i'm, I'm still happy to this day and i'm ready to get to pittsburgh there are some guys that you're going to be sharing some time with. You're going to be on the sideline. You're going to get to know them. I don't know who you're going to be roomed with. I have no idea at this point. <laughs> but you have guys like Duran Gray out of Maryland. Ulysses Gilbert out of Akron. Uh, Sutton Smith, who has taken the linebacker position um, out of North Illinois, which is a very small uh, Division One school. Akron, also a small Division One school, as well as a Alabama and Isaiah Bugs at the defensive end. You'll probably end up swapping sides with him at some point. And then Justin Lane, who's going to be in the backfield. A lot of these guys are going to be sitting and actually waiting. When you look at guys like Devin Bush and, and Benny Snell Jr., was there ever any doubt that you were going to get that call to to be in a backfield with guys that are going to make an instant impact on this team? Uh, no, nah, it's, it's never any doubt, man. Uh, uh, just looking at those guys get drafted, my excitement was, you know, I'm I'm very proud because I, th I think we're going to do great things. And uh, just looking at those guys get drafted, um, me coming in, I just want to build a, the, that relationship. Like you said, I don't know who I'm going to be roommate, roommates with, but uh, from my standpoint, you know, build relationships with the offense, and, you know, guys I don't know around me, not only the D-line, that's what only makes the team better. So I'm I'm ready to go in and uh, just build those relationships with those guys. You know, relationships are, are, are really important. There was a lot of things missing from this from the Steelers team last season, a lot of issues. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it on TV or listen to it on radio, but there was a lot of dismay. And a lot of that had to do with personality traits, attitudes, how they approach the game, things of that nature. What is it about your mentality that you believe can overcome a lot of the adversities you're going to be facing in your rookie season this year? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, you know, I wasn't there, and I wasn't sitting in their locker room, so I, I can't quite speak on that aspect of it. But, you know, for me coming to Texas, we was pretty much going through the same thing my first couple of years. Uh, a lot of guys was just playing for self, and, you know, a lot of guys didn't care about each other. And, and that's the thing we came in and said we we wanted to you know build relationships within without you know within our um our organization as much time we spend in that facilities we should you know also spend outside the facilities and not with our own uh group of guys so you know it'll be d-line and wide receivers uh d-line and, and the quarterbacks you know and stuff like that and i feel like that's what i'm going to bring to the uh to the Steelers as well you know i'm going to listen to those vets and i and and see what they and see what they say and i'm going to take that coaching from those guys not only the vets but the guys that's been there you know the the rickies that's coming in with me i'm going to take their advice too 
So it just it's all it's all about hearing guys out, you know, hearing where they come from and and just bending together and, and making a team as one. You haven't been given a number yet, or at least mm-hmm. that's from my understanding. You can go to Steelers.com and go to players and, and, and look a little bit more about him. But 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 not a whole lot. It's kind of black and white. It's kind of vague. You, yeah. you, you're about 300. Me and you are the same height. I don't play football, so I don't need to be 300. What types of conditions? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. If I do that, I got serious problems. But what are your conditioning methodologies as you head out to Pittsburgh May 8th to keep yourself ready to go and to be in action and be immediate participant in this Steeler system? I mean, as the aspect, you know, football is always going to be football. But for me, it's just um, staying in shape and keeping my body maintained. Um, I don't want to deal with no more injuries. So, I mean, and that's what the thing you hear from those older guys that's that's in the league now. And I take everything from them. They say as much time as you, you work out, you should be taking care of your body. So, I, I, I mean, I'm going to work out later on. And soon, right after I work out, I'm getting rehab on my body. So, uh I mean, that's the aspect I take uh, I take from it, uh, just, you know, taking care of my body. And then, you know, doing uh, drills here and there, you know, work on my hands, aspects, stuff like that. But I know those things are going to come, you know, within, you know, repetition. But for me right now, it's just, you know, staying in shape. What is your diet like right now? Uh, my diet right now is salmon and chicken, uh, strictly salmon and chicken. At first, it was very hard for me to do. But uh, I got a hold to it, and all I eat is salmon and chicken, carrots, stuff like that. Um, I, I try to have one cheat day where I can go out probably on a Saturday and just eat what I want, but I stick to salmon and chicken. So talk <laughs> about that cheat day. What do you eat? I mean, do you go to the movies? Do you like Snickers ice cream? I mean, what what is your what is your poison? What is your what's your favorite? Uh, my favorite is hot wings and French fries. I can eat that. <laughs> Hot wings and French fries, I can eat that about any day of the week. And I, will, I, I will need recommendations uh, of where to go when I get there to eat. <laughs> well, I can tell you this much. There's a lot of great stuff going on in, in Pittsburgh from a food standpoint. There's a, there's a lot of great food. And as a matter of fact, first round pick, Devin Bush, went to Permantes. I went to Permantes, and I'll tell you what, I didn't have the slaw. I'm not a slaw guy. Maybe you oh. are because you're from Texas. I'm not. I've never been a oh, slaw no. guy. Me, me either. Me either. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Everybody has to pick their poison. Here on the yeah. show with me, Chris Nelson, newest defensive tackle, UDFA, if you don't know what that means, undrafted free agent. And one of the few guys that were picked by the by the Steelers uh, from Texas and overall in the NFL, one of the few guys who were actually taken. So let's talk about your – your your one year as a starter, and your body of work wasn't it it wasn't deep. When did when did you start playing football? I, I know you have football lineage, and and, and Devin Bush does, and uh, a lot of these guys actually do have them uh, to to help them kind of guide and, and direct them where they where they need to go. Um, what about your body of, of work as a starter, and how do you believe you're able to 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 prove yourself? in order to get that call from the Steelers? Uh, I mean, uh, just me taking taking control. Uh, you know, when I when I stepped foot, you know, in Pittsburgh, I just want to, you know, get a hold of the playbook. And, you know, it just, you know, talking loud on the football field, knowing what's going on. So that, that's the biggest thing when you you playing football. It's just 
knowing what you're doing out there, slowing the game down. Because if, if everything is moving too fast for you, you're never going to get a hold of it. And when you when you know the plays and you can talk and stuff like that, the game comes a lot easier. And for me, I always treat practice harder than anything because the game comes very easy to me. So I just go about that mental each and every day and, and try to help, you know, the, the guys that's on the line with their hand in the dirt right beside me. Well, hands in the dirt is where you're going to be. And like I said, you're going to be in the backfield with a lot of a lot of solid talent. Who called you, and how long did it take to get that phone call from the Steelers after the draft officially ended? Uh, it didn't take long at all. Um, it was actually, I believe, a scout, uh, Dennis maybe, but I'm supposed to be getting a couple phone calls today from the coaching staff, so I'm, I'm uh, ready to hear from them. Um, but, yeah, like, it didn't take long. During the draft was going on, I was getting phone calls. So, like, right after the draft ended, uh, we made an agreement, and I, I was happy and went from there. Wow, it sounds like a dream come true for you. It really does because had the Steelers not have contacted you, has there, had there been any other interest, anybody else at all? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of different positions, but uh, I just had to think on what was best for me and what, what facility and what organization would fit me better. And um, I like what the Steelers got going on. Um, and I feel like it's just another program where I can go in and, you know, take heed of, of changing it around. You know, just when I come in, I'm going to put my head down and work, you know, prove to those guys that I'm, I'm here and I, I want to change things. So um, I feel like the Steelers was the best organization for me. Plus, uh, I know two guys that's over there um, – that was that was you know, raised where I'm from, uh, Vince Williams and uh, and one of the Pounces. So I'm I'm willing I'm ready to get there and you know meet those guys, and uh, it's gonna be an exciting moment. Definitely exciting. I had a chance. I had Vince Williams on my show a couple of years ago, and of course, just like any other player, and I wouldn't expect anything less from you either about the mentality that it takes to stay in shape, to stay in position. So that way, by the time you get that spot on the defensive line, that you're ready to go. Vince is a firecracker. He calls it yes, like sir. it is. He's straight up, puts a real talk message yes, behind his, his conversation. I've never had a chance to talk to Marquise Pouncey, but one of the best centers in the league. How do you not like a guy who does all kinds of things off the field and on the field? Yes, most definitely. Yep. This team defensively has really beefed up. They went into the draft. They got Devin Bush. They picked up a, a bunch of solid talent. And every single year in the NFL, just like anybody else, recognizes that these new guys, such as yourself, are going in to take their spot. Have you spoken to Vince or Marquise in regards to how to get to that level and how to stay at that level? Uh, no, I haven't spoken to them yet, but as soon as I get up there, I know we're going to link up, and uh, I'm going to have a lot of questions for those guys, you know, just about, you know, what did they do to stay in the position that they're in and, and become those great players. And, you know, I plan on doing the same thing so I can play in the league for a long time and hopefully it's with the Steelers the whole time. Well, I do as well. You're definitely a class act. This is Rudy Reyes on the Root Dog Show with Chris Nelson, you guys can check out this podcast on the com on the sports page. I mean, if you're not listening to the Rudoc Show, you are missing the sports flow. I'm not a rap guy. Uh, the only rapping I do is at Christmas, so forget the, <laughs> uh, forget the assimilation. But 
Go to SimkovichCranialInstitute.com. They're in Wexford, Pennsylvania, proud sponsor of the Rude Dog Show.com. And then, of course, go throw Chris a follow. And, again, if you're not verified by the end of the week, there's serious problems with yes, the whole t- Twitter thing, big time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but go to SimkovichCranialInstitute.com. If you have concussions, if you're having dizziness, if you have symptoms that you have not been able to resolve on your own and standard medical practices have not worked for you and you're still experiencing those symptoms, go give them a call. They'd be more than happy to help you out. Go to Simcovitz Cranial Institute or call for your free consultation, 412-366-3700. Let them know you heard it on the Rude Dog Show. Of course, Chris Nelson joins me here for a little bit longer. And I wanted to ask you a couple questions in regards to the East-West Shrine game because there's a lot of great talent. A lot of these guys put it on display. How do you feel you performed enough? Or did you Mm -hmm. feel that you were missing something, maybe a certain element? Did you feel that you'd given it all at the East-West Shrine game to get this opportunity from the Steelers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Yeah, my whole mindset coming to the East-West Shrine game is uh, just becoming a better pass rusher. Uh, You know, those were the things that the scouts wanted to see because my my run stopping is great, and I I played in the backfield at the East-West Shrine game. I just wanted to win most of my one-on-ones. And uh, those were the things I did because, you know, playing at, at Texas, you know, in the three-down three, three down front, uh, I was pretty much getting, you know, triple and double team uh, every time. So me getting a one-on-one block, I felt, I felt like I was in heaven. Um, and I took advantage of it each and, each and every time. But, um, yeah, but when my whole mentality coming to the East Red Shrine game was, was, was improving my stock and just showing those guys that I could pass rush. You know, there's only one other guy who was taken. It was last year. It was Puna Ford. And yeah. Puna landed with Seattle. Has Puna reached out to you, or have you contacted him or texted him in regards to – to be honest with you, and the reason why I'm asking is because only within the last two years, a former tackle for Texas was picked up as an undrafted free agent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Puna was uh, at my, uh, my draft. Uh, when we was watching the draft, it was me, my family, and him. Uh, Puna, uh, we pretty much go everywhere together. So, um, uh, yeah, he's been talking to me about this process and just saying there's nothing wrong with being a free agent, man. And he's he's actually enjoying the process, and he knows that I'm going to do great things because we always been in this area, and it's nothing for us to, you know, achieve the major goals that we want to. So he just he talked to me a, a, a while about it, um, just telling me the breakdowns of, you know, how the NFL run things, and he told me I'm going to love the process and everything's going to go smooth for me. This is a business of you. So you're, you're A, trying to make the cut, right? So you're not actually cut. You're making it on the roster, which I believe you will because I've seen a lot of your film, and you have yes. a lot of great, great power moves. You're a big guy, but you're a fleet of foot, and I really appreciate that uh, about you. Great handwork as well. What is going to be the things – that the Steelers will end up looking at and studying about you that will make that determination to actually keep you on board? Uh, I mean, from the, you know, from Ricky Minicamp to camp, uh, just making that roster, the thing they're going to look at is a guy who's who's going in early and is going to take coaching and is being consistent. Uh, I work hard and, and uh, strive myself on being consistent each and every day. And I think that's the whole point about it, man. You just, you know, thing, you you're gonna mess up here and there, but 
if you you fix your correction, that's the most part for from it. And I think when they look back at film, they're gonna see me taking the things that they're saying to the field, and it's gonna work out very well. You've been a staple in many different classroom settings. You've studied film. What is the most important aspect to bringing who you are, not only not only physically, not only from a, a football acumen standpoint and, and knowledge of, of the game, but what do you bring as an individual, as a person to this organization? Uh, as a person, um, I'm just a, a family-embodied guy, man. Everybody just, I don't know, everywhere I go, everybody is nice to me, and, and that's something I love. Um and I feel like that's what's going to happen when I get there. Uh, just, you know, not only on the field, but off the field. I feel like I'm going to be that guy that everybody comes and talk to, you know, after a while. And they see that how, how hardworking I am. And just the person I am off the field, I'm willing to help anybody out uh, to succeed. Well, that's one of the reasons why you were voted a captain yes, in sir. 2018, because of your mentality, yes, because of your approach to the game. And I think more importantly – it's about what this what this team's seen in you as an individual, as a person. And, of course, that always comes first, and a player is second because being a positive person in the locker room means that you're going to do positive things throughout the community and to be able to contribute in such a way that allows for this team to recognize the person you are, the talent that you possess, and how much of a leader you actually are. And, yes, and I think everybody should uh, be, be tuning in right now. Chris Nelson here, newest defensive tackle, undrafted free agent for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is Rudy Reyes on the Rude Dog Show. And, of course, I'm always trying to interview different different players, different mentalities. I am a Steelers fan, so for, for me, interviewing guys like Jerome Bettis and Ryan Shazier, Heath Miller, and really understanding who these guys are, I think everybody needs to understand that this organization grabs guys – who are of quality from the beginning. Whatever happens in the NFL, however that happens for this team in the locker room, if there are bad seeds, I think that the bad seeds had left. I think they're exiting the building stage right. But Chris Nelson joins me here on the RudeDogShow.com. You can check out this podcast posted there. And again, go to Simkovich Cranial Institute.com. Last but not least, Chris, in your fifth year for the Longhorns, you racked up a ton of playing time, 45 games, 29 career starts, including all 14 games of your fifth and, of course, your final season in 2018. Uh, you were uh, 10th on the team, 39 tackles, 55 for loss, and two quarterback hurries. Are you are you preparing yourself mentally? Are you watching a lot of NFL film Steelers film in order to help familiarize yourself with how this 3-4-4-3 hybrid defense that's being ran by Keith Butler and how is that going to help propel you into maybe the a backup spot there on the active roster yeah that that's crazy because uh yeah the moment I got drafted um uh, I'm a I'm a guy that likes to know what I'm getting into so I, I watched a lot of you know little film and clips on you know the uh the coaches, the coaching staff, the players, and how do they run things? I, I most definitely feel like I'm going to fit in this defense very well. Uh, something that I was already, you know, inclined to. Um, and I like the way they, they uh, you know, ran things. I like the way how they coached the players, and and I seen how the players was, you know, doing workouts on the field and stuff like that. So I feel very comfortable. I think you'll be comfortable as well. And, and not only that, but I think you're going to be a real solid asset 
to this Steelers defense because they need guys who are going to be able to fill in. And those guys who fill in sometimes are the most valuable. So in the following year, you'll be able to say, you know what, I've had sacks, I've had pressures, I've had hurries, I've had interceptions. What do you think is going to be like if you have the opportunity with that ball in your hand? Because a lot of players who've either ain't ever intercepted a ball in the NFL and those that are accustomed to not being in that in that position <laughs> to yeah, intercept sure. the ball. Vince Williams did it last year. We were talking about Vince on the show earlier. And Vince, of course, knows what to do with the football. And, of course, they say that's why you play defense because your hands aren't, aren't great. But how's it going to yeah. feel when you get that ball in your hands for the very first time? Uh, that's that's going to feel – that's the moment you dream of right there. First thing first, don't drop the football. And then the second thing is me getting to the end zone without anybody catching me. Those are going to be the things going through my head when, I'm, when I get that interception. But it's gonna, that's going to feel amazing. I know it's going to come. I think it's going to come as well. I think it's just a matter of time. You're an opportunist on that side of the ball. And I think you're going to do some pretty good things headed into the 2019 NFL season. So make no mistake, this guy is going to be a gem on the field as well as off. You should follow him. And Twitter, shame on you for not verifying him. It's Chris Nelson, <laughs> defensive tackle. And I keep mentioning this because you really need to be verified. I mean, for crying yeah. out loud, uh, this guy, he's, he's a solid talent and will be on point when he gets a chance and opportunity to play at Latrobe High School, as they always do every single season. Of course, it's offense versus defense, and you know how that goes. Of course, you have friends on both sides. This is kind of a vanilla game as you'll be a, a part of and of course you could probably ask vince the very first time that he ever had his this is rudy reyes on the rude dog show with chris nelson newest defensive tackle taken as an undrafted free agent go throw him a follow uh and twitter should definitely verify with that chris hey man thanks a lot for coming on the show i certainly appreciate your time i appreciate everything uh that that you're going to bring to this team now and in the future so I wish you the absolute best this season, and I'd love to have you on again. Most definitely. And uh, everybody should go follow Chris Nelson. Tell tell everybody where, where they can't find you other than being on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, ownmyway underscore 97. Uh, that's where I be mostly – I mostly spend my time on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter. I'll I be on Twitter somewhat, but ownmyway underscore 97. And the Nelly Road will be coming to Pittsburgh, so get ready for it. Oh boy, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> if I can get a, if I can find a way, and the Steelers hopefully will give me a uh, a pass as they did in 2014. I'll be at Steelers training camp at St. Vincent okay. College. So I would love to interview, to talk to you then. Maybe you'll grab a bite to eat after it's all said and done. Uh, and and just so you know, there's a lot of great food, and you like food. I mean, you have to. You're a defensive guy. You have to like food. Yes, <laughs> yeah. uh, so there's a lot of great places to eat out in Latrobe. This is Rudy Reyes of the Rude Dog Show. Chris Nelson uh, joins me here for a little bit longer. Here, is there a number? Are they going to give you a number? Do you have one in mind? Or are you going to use the same one that you played with at Texas? Uh, no, it's not. It's no number in in mind. I mean, I would love to play with 97, but I think. Uh, somebody, I think some, I believe somebody already has 97. Cam, Cam Hayward. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Cam yeah, Hayward yeah. has 97. Is, uh, is there an alternate number? Uh, I mean, 96 would work. Any, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter to me, honestly. I'm just trying to get in and prove myself.
Well, I think you're going to prove yourself and then some. And of course, you have the opportunity to wear number 51. That would be oh. that'd be great because that belongs to the to the great James Ferrier uh, of the Steelers. And, and 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 that's why I think of when I think of 51. I don't think of Sean Spence, but when you think of 50, you think of Ryan uh-huh. Shazier. And I love Ryan yeah. Shazier. He's such a solid guy. Does a lot of great things, and uh, yeah. on and off the field, he's such an inspiration as well to this team. And when I interviewed Tyson Alawali, which you're going to be right right next to, basically, he signed a two-year extension with the Steelers. Uh, great guy, Polynesian guy who knows Troy Polamalu, the great Troy Polamalu. If you had a chance, I'm sure you've heard his name in lores yes, of being yes. one of the best free safeties to ever play the game. And I say that wholeheartedly, not because I'm a homer, but because he is and his numbers don't lie. And the way that he gets, you know, the way that he acquired those numbers and achieved greatness. One last question for you, Chris. Of course, Chris Nelson joins me here on the Rude Dog Show for just a couple minutes longer. If there was an idol that you had in the NFL, in, in NFL lore in general, who would that be? An idol? Uh... It'll probably be most definitely Ray Lewis. I mean, just because he came from, you know, we grew up in the same county. Uh, uh, he came to speak to us a lot, and I just idolized him and always watched his game film since Little League. Um, so that would be a guy I looked up to, still he, look up to. He definitely embodies a lot of different things in relation to the NFL and, and, and his story. And everybody, everybody has one. Everybody has a, a backlog story, and I think, moreover, it's about what you do moving forward and how you're able to stay a quality guy because a lot of guys who received all those millions of dollars and they perform on the field, all of that's all that's great. And, and I have no issue with it. But the minute that that goes to your head, the minute yeah. that affects your mentality, your decision-making yeah. processes, you know, speeding on streets you shouldn't, getting involved in, in, in confrontations, you hear about it. All the time, Tyree Kill for the Chiefs. That case was reopened because of negative audio. How do you? How are you going to keep yourself in line? Oh man! Uh, first of all, I have a fiance that's always on my head. But um, second of all, um, I, I'm just a guy. I've never been in trouble. I, I never liked the limelight. Um, I'm always the guy that you know sits back. And if I was to go out with my teammates, I'm always the guy to look out. You know, make sure everybody have a ride or something like that. Um, never want confrontation. You know, when I do get the money, um, I'm willing to give back and help others. And, you know, I'm a saving guy, so I'm not going to go crazy on anything. And uh, I just want to, you know, live live uh, life at, at the fullest and, you know, not have confrontation with anybody, not get in any kind of trouble. Well, you know you're going to have those kind of scrums, right? I mean, eventually, at some point, it's going to get a little oh, yeah. heated, and you're going to have those yeah. little camp battles and, you yeah. know, things, things of that nature. You come from some very good stock. And again, everybody should follow Chris Nelson on Twitter. This is my last ploy. Get him verified. If you get him verified, look, if you're going to throw, if you're going to pull an Oprah Winfrey Twitter, you get a verify, you're verified, you're verified. Heck, verify me, for crying out loud. But Chris Nelson joins <laughs> me here on the Dog Show for just a couple minutes longer. Thanks a lot, Chris. I really appreciate it. I wish you the absolute best moving forward. If there's any advice that I could give you, of course, I'm no one to really give advice, but if there's any piece of advice I could give you is to stay on course, uh, trust, trust the process, and, yep. and stay positive along with learning everything you possibly can. Yep, most definitely. All right, very good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Nelson, go throw him a follow. Great guy, great conversation right here 
on the Rude Dog Show where you get the best sports flow. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you very soon. Thanks for tuning yes, in. Thanks a Appreciate lot, Chris. Absolutely. Anytime. We'll talk soon. Yes. All right. Thank you, sir. Take care.